podcast number seven. Woo-hoo! Well, that thing just shot off the screen. Okay, so once again, we are uh, working on our new technical aspect of everything. So we're doing our best to try to get things to sound as good as possible. We got mic stands. Yay, mic stands! And by as good as possible, you mean miking me down as much as possible. You're actually not too much higher than everyone else. Not higher than me at the moment, <laughs> at the very least. Right on. All right, because so, we don't have flat tires. Yeah. Uh, so this is Chris, and we got Corky, Corey, Cisco. Where Scott's showing up late tonight. He may make it for the podcast, may not. And I'm inattentive always... tonight, so it's okay. Yeah. So we ready for the official roll? I haven't changed the the list very much. Uh, if people are actually listening to this, we have changed family to fan choice. Please send us emails or feedback via the site. Because if we roll it tonight, we're screwed. Nothing really, you know, we pretty much talk about anything. So anything. Uh, <laughs> ask whatever question you want. We'll pretty much answer it, I think. Oh, yeah. The Lord knows we'll have stories to tell. Cisco and I will ran on for an hour and a half about anything. And now that we've uh, talked about <clears throat> politics, I've taken it off the list. It's been replaced by yet another fumble topic for us. Probably were some politics. Sports. Sports. Shit. It's okay if it's hockey. Is roller derby a sport? I think in some states. I think we'll reach. We'll we'll be talking darts. I'm thinking lawn darts will be a good conversation. But darts. (laughs) No, not butt darts. That is not a sport. (laughs) Roll and get us on topic fast. Do you have a trophy somewhere, Corky, (laughs) we should be aware of? No, but I'm showing you my dart. (laughs) All right. Are we ready for the official roll? Uh I have no idea how loud this is going to be. You son of a bitch. I rolled a one again. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. You You're lucky about mom. You don't get to roll anymore. Does someone else want to roll this time? (laughs) Wait, didn't you fumble on your first roll? And then you faked it? Did you roll happy trees? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We let Corky roll. No, we'll re-roll for what we're going to talk about while he draws. Corky is now getting his art supplies out just his stabby pencil it's called my piece so that means you get more content on the site which is always good more pictures anybody who's listening to us from our newly uh tuned in itunes feed will have to check out the d20.net yeah me smart me finally got us on itunes (laughs) that would be a 12 Hey, 12, my favorite number. a new number for us. Let's see. Something I'm sure we can talk about for hours on end, movies. We did movies. We've touched on 80s movies. Oh, that's... R- no, we did movies, too. <coughs> movies was a category for us, because... Oh, you're right. We have rolled movies. Yeah. Re-roll. We, just, we left it on there because we could probably oh. talk about it oh. endlessly, but yeah, 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 we'll re-roll for tonight. This is what Kyrie made me on Monday when we were here. Okay. I am opening we're, up. We're, Happy Monday. I love you, Daddy. We're sidetracking for a moment. But that's that's still sweet. That deserves to be yes. captured. It's artsy. It's artsy. Here, it's in the Corey, sketchbook. you roll. All right, this is going to be my first d20 roll. That'll be pretty sad. 11. An 8. Eight. 8 is happy trees. Roll again, please. <laughs> oh, my God. It, we're that's definitely that's destined to have Corky draw, draw tonight. Four times as much tonight. No, no, no. And that is a 17. She's only 17. Well, hey, 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 hey. Yeah. Good reason for that song. 17 is sex. 17 is sex. And, of course, I'm the one who rolls the sex category. Yep. Yep, so you wow. get to start it all off. Um, well, yeah, because... Right. Uh, well, let, me, let me take some, uh, some Zoloft or something. What is it that makes you fall asleep? Because that'll help me get in the mood. Is <clears throat> uh, that you in the mood so, or Aaron in the mood? Running joke... Is that Corey is typically asleep during sex, usually initiated by someone else, uh, and he's wakes up, doesn't wake up. I don't know if it's a running joke. Or is if this... it's one true and two not very funny to the partner. <laughs> I don't know what's worse, actually waking up to having having sex or falling asleep while you're having sex. Falling asleep. I've done both because uh, I would much rather be woken up by someone wanting to have sex with me. As opposed to going to sleep and wanting to have sex with somebody. Oh, I thought you meant falling asleep during. I would, no, no, no. That's just asthma yeah. attacks. Falling asleep while you're having sex with them and the partner falling asleep is probably by far the worst. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 
I'm I'm intrigued what Corky's gonna draw for sex category. No, no, there's no sex in the artwork. None, none whatsoever. Schoolgirl skirts. Maybe no. that's part of the problem. No, no, there's no sex in the artwork. <coughs> so, uh, I mean, obviously, easy topic about sex would be. Oh, oh, oh! Don't say easy topic, and then we've already been talking about my fiance. Hey, is there any way that I could get a light? Uh, not, not as in like lighter, but I need more light. Yeah, turn on that switch. That should get you some switch. more light. Lifty switch. Thank you. That uh, was phenomenal. Oh, there we go. All yeah. right. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. And then he said, let there be light. Aziz, uh, light. Sorry. So, easiest thing to start with is age. Oh, when virginity you start loss? Six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Too bad Scott's not here. We can go in order. Of what? Oldest? Uh, youngest Descending? to oldest. Yeah, we could. We could. All right. Um, well, I know I'm not the youngest. No, because that would be her. Maybe. I don't know what your guys' experience are. I mean, for <coughs> me, it's 17. Cisco? 16. You dirty bird. Corky, I knew you when you lost your virginity, didn't I? To you? I, I lost it two <laughs> months before my 21st birthday. Yeah. <clears throat> to you? Um, No, not to me. <laughs> no, that was some pizza roll girl I, named I didn't Angel. sleep in... Pizza? What's a pizza roll girl exactly? <laughs> All right, that, that is yours. Okay, you this, take that this is my analogy of. Uh, I guess we can oh, just I've say easy before. sex. Um, <coughs> shut up. <laughs> my analogy was that a friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours from work, had another friend that he lived with, and that guy had a girlfriend that would come over all the time. Well, the girlfriend would bring over her other friend, and this girl was always around. So. The first guy wound up sleeping with her because she was always there. And it's not like it's a, uh, oh, I really like this girl. Oh, I really want to get with this girl thing. It's, in my mind, it was likened to pizza rolls. And that you get up in the morning and you're like just thinking about your day and you're going, man, I'm going to get a steak today. Like, I just really been craving steak. I'm going to go out. I'm going to splurge a little bit. I'm going to buy a steak. That's what I want. That's exactly what I want. That's what I'm going to go do. And you walk downstairs, and someone has made pizza rolls. And they're just sitting there on the table, free for you to take, and you can eat all you want. <coughs> and it's not like you were craving pizza rolls. They certainly weren't what you're looking to have that day. They won't be as satisfying, but they're right there. And each day when this guy woke up, there was pizza rolls there. And he could satiate himself with pizza rolls. And he never got steak. But he had pizza rolls. He was fed. He was yeah. thankful. He was he was thankful enough to have that. But man, if someone had said, hey, you know what? For a little bit more effort, you could have the steak. He probably would have had the steak. And that, as sexist and horrible as it is. I was going to say. It's truly I, I me. I feel horrible just for sitting next to you while you made that. But you had to know the girl that it was about, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so No. It, well, I no. think a lot of people have become. Um, Emily. <laughs> Not a lot of people have come in, Emily, um, but a lot of... Usually it's on or around. <laughs> a lot of people have been referenced with the pizza roll thing since then. And, and yeah, I don't Please think... Please tell me you've never referenced me to pizza rolls. No. Never. Uh, who are you looking at? Because you just shot a, a glare. Any of you. No, Please never. tell me I've never been referenced never. And I, I personally rolls. have never had a pizza roll situation. I've never had that, like... You're so lucky. But I can probably guessed that you guys have lived with someone who's had a pizza roll situation yeah let's not go there let's not go there <laughs> he's not I even sure here to defend himself no, but he he would probably admit to it so okay Corey, did you actually state your age i was 25 you guys knew me remember i gave it up for lent to daisy wow what a person to lose it to though huh that was kind of the thing and that was I remember being at your bachelor party and sitting there at a table with Mike Bass. You really shouldn't have brought that up. And she got that issues glare giving. Yeah, but we we took care of her. Um, took care of her, took but, care of her? Sort of. Uh, sitting there with between Mike Bass and Shannon and Bass saying to me, What did you We did need you a Shannon tally lose on the website? Your too. virginity? And Shannon goes, Yeah, he lost it to Daisy. <laughs> And Mike goes, who's who's Daisy? And Shannon started describing Daisy from Game and stuff. Chick. And Mike goes, oh my god, she's like amazing. And Shannon's like, yeah, she's really hot. And I'm just sitting there, 
That's true. I had sex with a super hot chick from game. <coughs> I won as far as game stats go. Yeah, from games, a part well, that kind of ruins it. No, but the nice part is that she was new to game and she hadn't been like flavor of the month. And, and she never got yet. passed around a game afterwards either. That's kind of the other thing. It's because she left afterwards. That's right. Um, you she ruined her for everybody. She stopped going while I was going out with her. <coughs> so are we going to go for worst experiences? Or we can go for most exotic place oh god don't start on places is there a drive-thru sign being drawn over there (laughs) oh i would so kill for a picture of the drive jack in the box (laughs) drive-thru the drive-thru sign with the car can i take your order please (laughs) would you like fries with that well this is a killer category then because we're not actually going to talk about like our views on sex, we're going to talk about sex stories. And that's well, gonna... no, I, I don't think that's true. I think <laughs> no, I mean, I think that there's definitely room to talk about our views on sex. I might stand in that I would like some. That you would like some, and they don't have to be imagined. It was actually, <laughs> you know what? No, he doesn't, because you haven't introduced him to what yet. <laughs> Because she's imaginary. She's not imaginary. <laughs> Show me a picture. I don't have a picture. So, Corey, since you'd like to be more in depth. Oh, God. I like that. I is like that, is that what you, how you refer to it? Do I have to, to get it? some of those extensions? We're going to throw out terms like in depth and things like that during the sex category because it can be taken either way. In the so, butt or in the... Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. But never asked mouth. Never asked mouth. In the heat of the moment. Well, right? She said it was okay. Nope, never asked him. Always <laughs> asked a vag, because then it looks like a chocolate milk mustache. <laughs> Ew. Oh. <laughs> Turn my mic off while I heard it. <laughs> Is that like a strawberry shortcake? <laughs> Ew. Wouldn't you Just know? stop. <laughs> um, views on sex. See, we're kind of a disadvantage because we're a couple. You guys are a couple, so you can't really get the. I was gonna say, I'm glad there. that somebody confirmed no, that it, because Corey and I are sitting next to each other. Going, are we the couple? <laughs> no, Cisco and I are the couple. Because we're still the bottom. But the thing is, is a we have a lot of shared stories. In fact, most of our sex stories will be shared. Um, I would well, hope so. all of my sex stories will be shared. <laughs> you know what? Most of your sex stories will be shared. A lot shared. of my sex stories with Aaron are shared. I just don't remember a lot of it. Shared with other people. <laughs> it's because you weren't awake. Yeah. Um, but no, I guess I wasn't saying uh, Houston, that we couldn't say things because they were in the room. I was just saying that we're kind of like, I think of the same mind. So it's kind of like only three people talking about it in a lot of respects. I don't know about that. Oh, well, no. I mean, you guys definitely. Or I'm just well, totally I mean, full think, of shit. And no one... <laughs> I think that another t- subtopic of the sex category is, you know, kind of like even how you were raised, like, you know. Did your parents put on bathrobes and slippers to, you know, come out and Get in the talk mood. to you? Or, yeah, see, I can't talk you know. about my parents in the sex category because then Corey will never shut up. I will <clears> actually <throat> have to turn his mic off. But I'm just saying, like, Turn for my me, mic off and go to town. <laughs> like, for me, mom. my mom, obviously an old hippie from Woodstock, you know, always wandered around the house naked, really only started... <clears throat> wearing clothes when i got to that like weird teenage phase where i you was you said the mask you're getting this pencil in your eye where's is there the jack-in-the-box drive-through no i just i don't have it in me tonight to draw anything that detailed and just our artist has finally uh <laughs> lost his muse for the spent, evening he's had a... he's spent. no I, I i closed last night and had to be back at the store at six which means i had to wake up at four so well, i could be there on time we have a category so you don't need to draw if, well, you, know if you're not up to it uh do me a whoa whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> you talk about sex and you start off with that wow. you can dome in the morning you can dome in the night it's do me do me um draw a caricature of robert smith do a Robert Smith cartoon character. I want to see something cute in Calvin's and Hobbish. One of my life wow. friends, her two Bill boys that dressed was for up you. as Calvin and Hobbes, and she just got around to posting all the Halloween pictures. And they were so cute. And now that our topic is totally gone. No, no. Dear, easier to talk about note. kids' costumes and sex. <clears throat> yeah. Dear, you were talking about your mom being a hippie. Yes. Being naked. Yes. And, you know, my mom. Jimi Hendrix. Yes, Jimi Hendrix. My mom was at Woodstock. Yelled at Jimi Hendrix during the national anthem for waking her up. 
Because she was sleeping on the stage. She was sleeping on the stage up against the speaker. But anyway, anyway. no. My mom, old school hippie, very much, you know, nudist and body image and, you know, all she of that. Does she have any cousins that aren't imaginary? <laughs> and, you know, when I was growing up, we didn't necessarily get dressed. I mean, it wasn't uncommon to run into naked people in the kitchen. But naked generally people not like cooking you and your bacon mom or naked people like no me and my mom. other random people no me and my mom don't mind my mom like but it was kind of but like when my grandmother moved in with us my grandmother to this day I have never seen her without her makeup and like if her hair wasn't already done like with the the grandma curler hood thing because you know I want sex and grandma's hood wow that's just <laughs> No, but you know what I'm saying? For me, it was very, very strange because I had always lived with my mom and it had always been that, like, free, you know, you shouldn't be ashamed of your body, it's fine, whatever. And so my grandmother coming in really uptight and, like, oh, my gosh, someone might walk in on me and see me, you know, not in my bra. It was like, you wear a bra? Really? How does that work? I don't think one of those has even been in our house up until you moved in. I thought the Nazis invented those. Exactly. Right. Well, you know, my great-grandfather was a Nazi, so oh, okay. we can tie right into the Nazi bra. That's a sexy topic. Nazis. Um, we already did politics, sorry. <laughs> I, well, I should say anymore. I'm pretty sure I've seen on the <laughs> internet some kind of Nazi-esque risque outfit for a woman. Well, I'm I sure. mean... All that bondage leather stuff comes back. Well, I guess that's true. Um, But yeah, so... Ooh, bondage. But now, when your parents were were separated or divorced or whatever, and before they actually got together with their next significant others, did your mom date a lot of guys and stuff? Did did you see a lot of people coming in and going out? Let me rephrase that. Did you... (laughs) No. I really can't rephrase that. Um, no. No, what okay. was said was no. said. My, my mom my mom dated a few people, but didn't bring people home until she met Randy. Well, actually, Philip, when she and Philip were dating, Philip did stay with us, but they had been dating for a little while before he started coming and staying at the house and that was a very strange thing because he was not a very nice person and it was really my mom had to date and her words to me later were that she had to date someone who was mean and abusive and vicious because she had run away from that when she was younger and when she married my dad one of the reasons that she married him was that he had no will and he was safe and there was no way he was ever going to be mean or stand up or hit her and she was getting away from her dad who had been very abusive and very physical and very demeaning and so after she and my dad weren't together anymore it was like I have to show myself that I am strong enough that I can face down the ugliest, meanest, most vile person in the world and come out the stronger person and, you know, protect my daughter from them <clears throat> and just roar. I so am woman, hear me roar. If you'll excuse, and it's going to sound horrible, <clears throat> but that's why I'm saying it. It's sort of a variation of getting back up on the horse. Yes. Like, I fell off a horse... I'm now terrified of horses, but if I get back one up on one, then it's going to kill that fear, and I can feel more powerful because of it. So, I, I mean, it's like, I know I'm supposed to be sketching or anything, I'm just kind of like partially listening, but not to get sidetracked or anything, but saying how it's like, okay, well, I'm running away from this, so I, I got to do this because this is no longer my life, and this might seem crazy and impossible to some people. Kind of sounds like stuff you tell me all the time. If I'm not doing something that's nigh impossible for everybody else, then it's not my style. I, I definitely think that there's something to be said um, about certain people's personalities have always wanted to be challenged. Yeah, and I, I certainly think that you fit that. 
But nothing more challenging for you than uh, sex. So, <clears throat> let's talk about wow. sex, baby. Um, yeah, thanks for that stab there and reminding <laughs> me how painful it is. Maybe it's the painful part that you're doing wrong. Did you just take your bra off? He was digging in. It was uncomfortable. Gun's digging into job? my hip. Yeah. <coughs> Gun's digging into my hip. Stripping happening during the sex podcast. Um, I, I think generally... Nothing wrong with stripping. It's probably... Yes, there is. No, there isn't. <laughs> I'm but that's where our opinions such differ. in a bad middle place right mm. now. I'm the meat. Um, <laughs> You're the rub. <laughs> oh, that'd be a change for once. Sex is such a weird category because I would probably have more to say about sports and politics as little as I know about them than I can really say about sex because as we've already established in uh, at least one other podcast, I am a horrible, horrible prude with deep-rooted really sexual problems. <laughs> I am. I, I am mean, we joke with you all the time about it, and we pick on you about being asleep. <clears> but <throat> how much of that is really a front on your part and us just using it to it's, make fun of you? It's like I said. It's not really – it's definitely not <laughs> her, and it, it's not anyone in particular. It's me. It's, it's, I personally feel totally uncomfortable with myself. Where so does that, that come from, or do you know? Long-standing issues. I mean, I've never been comfortable with my own skin. Um, growing up, I was... That's why you have an Edgar suit. I have an Edgar suit. <laughs> um, I, was, I was made fun of a lot when I was a kid. I lived in my imagination a lot when I was a kid. And just never really quite picked up on being me. When I turned 16 and I kind of changed my name, personality, and look, I got to put on a different persona as Corey. Um, but... There's, there's something very different from that to being intimate with somebody and what you have to open up with <clears throat> being with that person. And, yeah, I know. Speculum play what? Um, but yeah, I, I'm not sure exactly why it is. And it's, it's something that I would love to change. I just haven't really gotten past it. And it's, it's weird because I'm not a prude in the fact that I'm certainly the most foul-mouthed, foul-minded person well, you definitely there. know more terms for strange sex acts than anyone I know. Well, I am on the internet a lot. Um, and I don't have a collection of porn, but I'm not, like... After borrowing other people's porn. Yeah, I've, well, borrowing porn is weird to me. It's like, hey, can I borrow your mom? Can I borrow your mom? <sighs> no. Okay. Um, I, but I, I'd be okay Well, I guess that. you're both consenting adults, so... <laughs> <if it's, laughs> um, Just don't... I don't want to know. And that's sort of the thing of borrowing porn is that I don't really want to know. <coughs> like, if I'm watching a movie that somebody else has watched and gotten rocks off to, then all I'm thinking is, wow, this might be the part on the tape where he stopped. You know, it eh, doesn't really do much for me. Like, you sent those Playboys home with us uh, a couple weeks ago, and Aaron's got them scattered all over the house. She's been reading Yeah, I've actually had to hide, hide them out of the kitchen because of Kyrie. Yeah, because they're sitting on the kitchen table. And what is it? What else did we bring back? We brought back some sort of food, I think. And so she's like, "He brought back food and, and porn." porn. Shouldn't that make everyone happy? Uh, usually, porn and snacks. I, I'd porn and snacks. Be well, okay with porn snacks. I'd porn be okay snacks. with one of Chocolate them. Chocolate Hooters. I could get you those. He probably. Could. They're just imaginary. They're figments of your imagination. <laughs> so I. I don't know. Do we are we switching so, now? Should I be talking about it? D- well, I think you would probably have a lot more to say. I probably have a lot to Just, say. I mean, I'm I'm known for being a pervert. I mean, and not in a negative sense, but I'm known for definitely being. You got uh, your free sex guy, oriented, like Brian High or whatever. Well, I mean, no, my parents didn't walk around naked all the time. I don't remember ever seeing my parents naked. So Corey, no, I can't give descriptions. It's okay, I've got my own pictures. Um, maybe when I was really little you know and and taking a shower and my parents you know was in the shower with me or something but beyond that no real recollection of it um thinking about sex probably from a much earlier age than most people probably from julian's age um known about it i don't remember off the top of my head where i learned of it i mean my parents have let me watch movies with nudity from a fairly young age i mean my my parents didn't talk about sex a lot but they didn't necessarily hide Hide me from exposure right my dad's had playboys for as long as 
I've known. I mean, I think he actually stopped subscribing after I was old enough and, and whatnot mm-hmm. to have my own. Um, but I mean, I, I definitely remember talking about sex at a very early age. I remember riding the bus in junior high with friends and we would be coming up with uh, new names for He-Man characters that were sex oriented and, you know, Manny faces was, you know, something else. I, I can't remember what they were now, but you know, um, <coughs> I don't know. It's always been, I don't want to say an important topic for me, but I, I have a very strong sex drive overall. I think Cisco probably can attest to that. So it's always the hormones are always there, and it's always kind of at a forefront. Well, I'm old. It's not to say my body can keep up with my sex drive, but yeah, like you're old, Chris. Come on. Um, but Scott's old, so it's always kind of been there in in the foreground more than anything else. I mean, I've had. Okay, so I can I can definitely guarantee that fifth grade I was thinking about sex, because I remember having a girlfriend in fifth grade and. Uh, you know, trying to touch your breasts or, uh, wow, yeah, I you really were like a, a pervert kid. Yeah, but you know what? I, I wasn't mean, that... the only one. Yeah, right. So no, I'm, it's I'm it's not... not to make it sound like I totally stood out no. from everyone else in school. I'm just saying, I next, I wouldn't have even imagined like in fifth you grade I was flushing people's heads down the toilet. Yeah, but you were a mean kid. I was not a mean kid. Uh, flushing kids' heads down the toilet is a mean act. I don't know who would consider it not a mean act. They were boys the kid I with the liked. Hair on fire. Uh, I really liked them, so I stabbed them. I wanted to make sure he knew I was serious. I <laughs> make one of my best friends in nursing school sit on a pencil, and the lead broke off in his ass. So I can I talk about break lead the off. The topic is sex. When you're talking about breaking off leads in people's asses. I just so in it, so. Yeah, I mean, early age for me. I I don't think. I mean, see, I knew I knew about sex certainly, but the idea of dating anyone or like you know that whole like well, intermediate school like boyfriend girlfriend like he he's my boyfriend thing, I was just like so adamantly opposed to. Yeah, but that's like against the establishment kind of thing. Like, I don't want to be in that, you know, well, boyfriend girlfriend because that's the way everyone thinks it should be, and that's what the no. Cool... And you know, it wasn't so much that for me, <sighs> as much as that there definitely was like a certain degree of like <clears throat> I don't want to say women's liberation, but. There was definitely, I mean, my mom was always very clear that, you know, I needed to be who I was, not like, you know, so-and-so's girlfriend. Or, oh, and Scott said he was going to be late. He wasn't kidding. You know? So I think there definitely was that for me. Like, even in junior high, I was like, no, I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be me. I'm going to, you know, wear my hair up in my mohawk and, you know, I'm going to hold my big war protest and disrupt school and you know i'm not going to be somebody's girlfriend and that's i think probably a big thing <clears throat> is that you kind of have to grow into knowing that you can be everything that you choose to be and who exactly you feel like you are and you still have someone that you can kind like, of you probably swing that out be close to and meet with and and where it's not an issue of you guys can be together and be individuals right. at the same time. Well, and I mean, once I got to high school, I certainly was interested in people. And, I mean, I blatantly threw myself at people trying to get people to date me. And I think, you know, the biggest problem with that was... They were the people imaginary. That... No, they were not imaginary. The people that I was most drawn to think that I might want to date were, like, my best friends. Right. Yeah, but like also, I'm sure, Corey, if we had gone to high school together, at some point I would have hit on you and had like the most massive crush on you, and you would have had no idea. There's something and I, I really needed to know while I was sleeping. <laughs> no, because that's that. Like was... Shannon wasn't bad enough. You know what? I'm not going to talk anymore. I'm just going to sit here. I didn't. 
I didn't wreck you this time. You just keep that in mind. I think probably I, I, I definitely was interested in girls at a very young age. I always thought they were just the greatest thing ever. Um, I was totally into having a girlfriend. I just didn't. Well, I didn't <laughs> do, you know, it's, it's funny because when I grew up, I had, well, a, I lived out in the country. So finding friends within distance to hang out was not easy. Um, but at school, I spent a lot of time with girls more than guys at school, at least through that, you know, second through sixth grade time period. So I was around girls a lot more. I actually did better with the girls in like the fifth and sixth grade when people were kind of, that was the, haha, you're my girlfriend, you know, kind of really... But at the level now where there was kissing and, and that sort of holding hands and it being more physical than the, you know, kindergarten through third grade, my girlfriend, because I kind of like her and because she's cool. I did well then, but then get seventh and eighth grade and high school through probably junior year, I did poorly. You know, and I I think part of it is, and I think some something that probably affected you, dear through your schooling is that we went to school in places where you went to the same school for kindergarten through eighth grade pretty much. So you, you had an established persona that was stuck on you for eight years, nine, nine years. You know what? Mr. Math over there. Nine years. (laughs) He's stomping all over who now, but so I mean, making personal remarks now is that the habit when you were you set up a persona early on that you weren't anyone's property. You were your own woman. You were kind of a tomboy. So once you were to oh, the yeah. point of, hey, I kind of like boys. I kind of want – you were already established as not one of the guys, but kind of no, like – I absolutely was one of the guys. <clears throat> so I think that's what it made it difficult. And, bit you in the ass and then no one else had the room to do it and themselves. the fact that no, your I... school dumps right into the high school compared to us, the rest of us kind of coming – you know what I mean? It, it's right. closer linked it's to the high school than the rest of us. Right. It's a block. So it was harder to shed that even into high school than those of us that came from a totally different district well, to the high school. For me, you know, I got to high school and really for the first two years of high school, I didn't talk to anybody I had gone to school with. I talked to people from six other schools and like occasionally in passing talk to people who I had gone to school with for eight years because I came into school in first grade. So I didn't go to school with my friends for nine years. But, Hmm. but no, that I definitely was a tomboy. I definitely was one of the boys. You know, my mom got all, you know, foo-foo girly when it came to eighth grade graduation and, you know, insisted that I had to do the girly thing. Took me to Macy's to the makeup people and had like all the makeup done took me and had my hair done and we drove down to San Francisco and bought the big poofy dress to go under my graduation gown from Gunny Sacks. And, you know, I showed up for eighth grade graduation. It was one of those, you know, you show up at three o'clock and graduation ceremony starts at six kind of thing, but you have to be there from three to six. Right. And, you know, I showed up not, I showed up in my dress carrying my graduation robe and walked into the gym and everybody I knew turned and looked at me and went, holy shit, you're a girl. I looked like a bad extra on Miami Vice at my 8th grade graduation. <laughs> I love that picture. You look so cute. I didn't have things like 8th grade graduation. So, <laughs> continue on with sex. Um, obviously, I'm going to end up being the one driving this topic. Um, yeah, go ahead. Corky's shaking his head for those that can't see the video. Um, high school, obviously, when I hit 7th grade and I started hanging out with more guys... And that's when we start playing D&D, which obviously doesn't ever help your sex life. Um, help my sex life. <laughs> you didn't, you refused to play D&D when I met you, so I'm not quite sure what you're referring to. But um, then I was devoid of getting any girl to hang out with me. I mean, I try. I was still friends with them. I was, I had then kind of moved into the, oh, you're a good friend, or I just want to be friends role for a number of years. Um, no matter how hard I tried, I remember uh, you know, trying on those unsuccessful quasi-first dates where you kind of go somewhere mutually, and, 
it was kind of like, oh, that was fun. All right. Don't want to ever do that again. Or, you know, oh, that was fun, but no, you know, I'm busy or something like that. Uh, never. So let's see. Where did I move on from there? Got a girlfriend that didn't go to the same school as me, which was a mistake. Um, because during that time period, you don't really have any. Well, that and it was ended up being long distance because she moved down to Santa Cruz. Uh, and how old were you? 16. Oh, so it was in high school. Yeah, high school. Um, things didn't go well there because it was long distance. I mean, that's where I started to get a little bit more physical activity, but never really got naked breasts at that point. Uh, you know, maybe whatever the hell it's called, second base under the shirt kind of thing. But found out that she actually was having sex with an ex-boyfriend when she came up to visit. Um, which kind of was, you know, it's like a double knife. Like you're not even having sex with me at all and you're, and you're cheating else. on me. Yeah. It's like, damn, I'm not even good enough to even like guilt fuck me, you know, so that I won't think anything's wrong. Screw him once. He passes out. I can crawl out the window and go nail this other guy for the rest of the night. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, when I turned 17 and got then a steady girlfriend, uh, Siska's giving me the look. Uh, henceforth, I deny it. Uh, named Gnome Girl, apparently. Um, and that's where first actually getting sex at that point. Yeah, it was kind of like the Holy Grail at the time, but now looking back, and it's always the case when you're older, but it's kind of like, wow, that was really just kind of sad sex in comparison. Um, I don't know if that's the right way to put it, but it was. You're you're so excited all. about actually having sex at that point. You're not nearly as worried about how well you're having it or everyone's benefit or any of that. It's not to say that I was a bad lay back then. I probably was, but it's more that you're just going through the the learning curve. You know, at that and it's well, it's, and I think especially if both of you are new to it. Right. You know, whereas if you have, if your first experience is with someone who's already had other experiences, it's probably better than if you're both going into it, no experience whatsoever. I can say, honestly, I have no recollection of my first time at all. I can remember like my second or third time, but no memory of my first time having sex. I remember the first time because it was one of those, we're on the bedroom floor because my bed squeaked. And trying not to wake parents up. You know, it was one of those moments. I know details of where we were. You know, I, I can remember the room layout because it was when I lived over at Ann's. It had to have been on that futon. And that futon saw a lot of virginity loss. Um, but I just do Ew. not remember it happening. I remember telling Ann afterwards, after she left and everything. She must have giggled like a schoolgirl. I just, no, I don't know. I just <laughs> cannot remember it. I can remember a completely separate time, same place. You know, obviously, same situation, but I do not remember my same first time. Same bat time, same bat all, channel. I guess. Yeah, but I think. But I told you guys for a long time that the first time I had sex, it was going to have to be with someone that I had no feelings for whatsoever because I didn't want that evidence walking around afterwards. I just wanted them to disappear into the night or into the deep freezer or whatever. Or into the back room after you've paid with your credit card. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I'm really sorry. <laughs> it just. <laughs> That's a stripper story, and that's <laughs> not anyone that's on the... Um, uh, he could have gotten further if he just held out. Yeah. Uh, wow. So, I mean... Yeah, for me, sex has always been kind of at the forefront. I mean, it, even then, you know, high school, I was known as a guy that could throw a penny down a girl's top for distance. No, that's true. No question that I could <laughs> fling a penny, it and it would drop down a woman's top, which was apparently an endearing thing for most of them, but not so endearing that they'd sleep with me. Kind of sad. Um, See, in high school, I used to snap bottle caps at people, so. I did that. Yeah, but see, you're an attack fiend. You're, <laughs> yeah, you weren't mean. You're like a caveman. <laughs> Everything mean. you say you usually did, it's like, yeah, I used to flush their heads. Oh, I used to flick bottle caps at them. 
I used to throw lip matches I at them just to see if they'd go out before like it Nancy got Kerrigan, to them. You know, just... you know what? <laughs> I just think no, maybe just... if you reconcile okay, with some of these let's... old things that you did in high school, maybe. <clears throat> okay, well, the counter to the throwing, bo- snapping bottle caps at people is that, you know, I used to be a peer counselor and, you know, I used People used to, I used to pull people out of classes to talk about their emotional issues and let them cry on me. So, both sides of it. You I don't just, need to defend yourself. It's so us. We're, we're just spot picking on you because we can. You just needed a second one. Not that shirt. I paid good money for that shirt. Yeah. Um, now, see, when I got to the point where women were finally interested in me at all, because I don't think I had my first kiss until I was in the back of somebody's car with a drunk girl. On the way back from a wedding, um, I got kissed at Renaissance Fair. No, no, who doesn't get kissed at Renaissance Fair? Isn't that what I it's there for? I didn't for years. Oh, Ren Fair, Jesus. I did not get kissed at fair for years. Not long enough, you can't follow Unwashed masses trying to get past the smell just to get to sex. Oh. Patchouli oil, baby. <laughs> Jesus, that stuff All makes me nauseous. Probably more oil. so than the body odor. But I was, uh, let's see. 15 when I got my first kiss. Also, I think that was the same summer, a little bit before that, that I got my first hickey, but that was more of a gag. Shut up. Um, <laughs> and then... She wasn't doing the hickey right. <laughs> not my real first girlfriend, because I still consider my first girlfriend to be um, Jennifer Hurley, who actually like agreed to be her girlfriend. And way back in second grade, Shannon Smith, who I don't think ever knew she was my girlfriend, but in my head she is. Um <laughs> But that when I was, came off a little stalker-esque. I love Just Shannon. so you know. I, she said, I, I have a faint, faint memory, and I probably remember it completely wrong. We were sitting there. We were drawing stuff. I think I was drawing Batgirl from the Batman TV series, and she was drawing something home. next to me. And we were talking, and um, she said something about she liked me. And then she got up, and she started to walk away. She turned around and whispered back. She said, I actually love you. And then she just wandered out of my life, and she wound up transferring out of the school pretty soon after that. But my heart was smitten for years. Wow. Yeah, up until um, sixth grade, Jennifer Hurley at camp, and then seventh grade when we actually like became boyfriend and girlfriend for the entire weekend after the Halloween dance. I went as the... You had Halloween dances? We had a Halloween dance. I went as the Pillsbury Doughboy, and she came as an ice cream cone. What kind of hookup is that? Shut up. This is pure moments of my life. So did you lick the melty spots? I didn't get to lick anything, (laughs) thank you. Um, And then the Monday following, uh, she had somebody else uh, break up with me for her. You can turn the mic towards you, you know. He's drawing. Okay. I'm just trying to be conscientious of the the drawing sounds. Um, But I I figure I'm probably not going (laughs) to get a chance to talk, so it's okay. No, I I would like you to talk. We would totally have you in there. Please talk. It's just that you were drawing. I don't have enough to talk about for sex, so. Well, Corey can probably when... recite all the times you've ever had, had sex, so. Uh, no, I missed a lot of the okay, noisy when, stuff recently. When did you first, like, really start thinking about sex? I mean, how old were you when it was like, oh, sex, yeah, okay. God, you're making me think now. Well, you know what, Corky? I'll be honest here. The reason I haven't pushed you to talk on the subject is I usually get the opinion that it's an uncomfortable subject for you. I love sex. I'm just not getting it. (laughs) No, I'm not saying you don't love sex. I I just get the impression that talking about it's uncomfortable. Not necessarily the the fact that you don't. Yes. New kids ran. I could be totally wrong. I'm just. I, (laughs) I don't have a problem talking about sex. I just have a thing about strippers. Okay, so talk about sex. Um, we'll put strippers on as a category one day. <laughs> <laughs> How old was I when I started thinking about sex? We need Color Me Bad on the um, Sexual Apple see background music. I always tried to hook up to a girl with that song once. I don't know. I mean, I I think I, I've always started <clears throat> trying to find somebody that was like even interested in me, other than. Wow, he can he can draw, and uh, yeah, he'd probably be a good friend to have. Um, that I don't know. I I probably was seventeen, maybe eighteen, 
when I started really allowing myself to have a lot of feelings towards, you know, women. Um, you know, before that, it was it was something that I, that I found more as a curiosity. That I I knew that I was probably not going to get close enough to for a long time, so I just accepted that and went on with my life as most kids do. Um, yeah, I mean, lost my virginity two two months before my twenty first birthday, and that was actually uh, one of the first self fulfilling prophecies that I ever made for myself was that my 20th birthday, I said I was going to lose my virginity before I turned 21. And I did. It just wasn't the way that I wanted it to happen. Was but it a bad experience? I was raped. Well, that was, yes, it was a bad experience. I, I was raped, and a lot of people think it's actually funny, but uh, it was the most traumatic experience in my entire life. Um, people always wonder, it's like, well, how in the hell do you get raped by a girl? You don't know that you've been raped by a girl until it's actually over and go, wait a minute, did that just happen? And I didn't say yes. I didn't say yes or, hey, maybe this isn't a good idea or it was just like, okay, here I am and um, wow, that was, yeah, it was never like that. Before. Wait a minute, I just, yeah. It probably happens more often than people are willing to admit. It's one of those um, statistics that since men don't admit it, yeah, so, um, you know, but just because of the person that I am, I um, still tried to really care about her. And, uh, you know, we, I, I st was still with her for a while afterwards, and it just got to the point where it really started to bother me because uh, I, I don't even know if I should even continue talking about this at this point. Um, she was like a drill sergeant. It's like we would finish having sex, and she would say, okay, well, that was a little bit better, so let's try it again next time. And it was like 10 minutes later. You know, and it was just like, you know, that's not good enough bullshit. And, you know, it's like full metal jacket, um, but without guns. Um, well, I've <clears> got a really bad private joker thing happening in my head right now. But, I mean, that, that was something that, you know, kind of had – a lot of issues with me for a while and still does and that's why I'm really self-conscious about you know not that you know Corey could attest to any of it but I mean that I'm, I'm pretty modest most of the time about you know like what I wear or you know what I'm wearing around the house I mean even 10 years ago you know when I was in probably the best shape of my entire life I never showed off you know, you wouldn't see me really walking around outside, you know, with my shirt off or anything. It and I always thought that you should, because <laughs> if I was you, I probably would. Not that it makes any difference right now, but... Uh, You're still in way better bike shape. Bike shorts. Yeah. No, stop with the bike shorts. You had women begging for you to put on the bike shorts. Never going to happen ever again. Put a picture up on the website. Um, bike shorts. No. That should be the new artist picture up on the... Seriously, our artist. we would get so many hits. No, we wouldn't. We'd have to rank it male to female, but yeah, I was gonna say it'd probably be more male hits than female hits. No, no, they all like me because um, I'm the bear. <coughs> anyway, so um, yeah, uh, after that, um, I had a couple, you know, I would say mediocre successes as far as you know with people. Um, you know, but I mean, I mean, a girl that I was with in high school, she was the first person, you know, that was a woman that I I loved loved unconditionally and you know it took me a long time to kind of forgive myself for you know how I kind of let things go but um, yeah I mean she's still a comparison for a lot of people that I, I'm with now um, and have been with since I should say um, you know but the person that really turned everything around for me is how I, I felt about sex was Stacy no surprise Stacy was just damn flipping hot. I mean, she was the kind of girl that you, you would see a really hot girl with this somewhat okay looking guy and be like, how in the hell did that happen? And that was Stacy. I mean, she was beautiful, strawberry blonde, green eyes, long legs. Wow. Looked 
gorgeous in a short plaid skirt and thigh highs. Yeah. Um, showed up to my. We should all take a moment at this point. Yeah. Tissues if you got them. <laughs> yeah, she showed up to my art show dressed like that. And uh, I actually had to nudge my dad because he was, he was glaring. Um, <laughs> but no, Stacy really turned everything around for me. And it, you know, kind of went from there. You know, and then I just ended up having some really bad luck with women ever since. You know, I tend to kind of draw in like the people that feel that I can kind of put them on the path of God's light or something. I don't know. But then again, I, that's who I was for a while is that I needed to fix people as opposed to fixing myself. Um, yeah, I guess that kind of sums it up, really. I mean, yeah, I think. If we end up now, because we're on iTunes, this is probably the most I've ever talked about, uh, you know, the whole first experience. And, yeah, I mean, it was great the first time, but I, I had no idea what it was really supposed to be like until, you know, Stacy or, you know, even the beginning of my relationship with Emily where, you know, we were both out of California. And it was it was good because it was just our world. You know, we were trying to make it and we are trying to build it and... You know, I just, I don't know, haven't had my priorities straight, I guess, to find what everybody else in this wonderful world has that I don't at this point. Or you uh, have your priorities straight. They're just <coughs> not about that right now. Well, I'm, I didn't say I didn't have my priorities straight, period. It was just uh, I don't have... Like, the last thing that you had going, it was good that you were keeping things straight because you were keeping your personal life... Yeah still separated you were keeping yourself kind of like yeah you really wanted to let her in but you held back enough and it's good because it turned out that was the right way to to go yeah although i gotta say that that was probably the best sex i had ever had since daisy yeah did you say daisy you said daisy stacy yeah, Stacey, try, Daisy, Daisy, try, try dating. It had to be good if it actually put you into an asthma attack that tried to kill you, right? Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, <clears throat> even though it was embarrassing as hell, uh, yeah, uh, that was that was like, it was like white light filled my head, and it was like... It wasn't cotton panties? No. Oh, okay. No, actually, I don't think you could actually define what she was wearing as panties. Um Everybody's seen Johnny Dangerously. Thong, 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 thong. I, I'm guessing, right? Yes. At some point. Where, where the fireworks are going off and Peter Boyle's like, oh, it looks like Johnny's getting late. Late tonight. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I kept waiting to see the fireworks going off outside my bedroom window. No, that happened outside your bedroom window when I was in the next room. Yeah, no, it was just Aaron's voice bouncing off the other apartments. Thundering. Um, but no, I mean, it was it was great. <clears throat> I mean... I guess my big my big hang up is the fact that I I want somebody who's who's not only going to compliment me physically, uh, emotionally, but but you know mentally and understand where you know my priorities are, and that's what Stacy was. Is that you know she was definitely a yang to my yang, um, and I didn't have to explain anything to her. I didn't have to say my artwork comes first. She automatically knew that. Um, now it's not, hey, my artwork comes first. It's small child comes first, um, then me, then my artwork. And then somewhere in all that, they would fit in, you know. But it, it's really at this point, it's all about, it's all about Kyrie. It's, it's all about my daughter. Because, um, you know, regardless of what happens, I'm always going to have her. Or at least I hope I will. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything that I left kind of unoutlined. You know, I, I have to say something. When we <coughs> listen, when I go back and listen to these podcasts, I have to say that Corky comes off with basically the most intelligent and so sincere stories that we have on any one of our given podcasts. Oh, yeah. Sure. He's like our balance to the rest of us that are basically just chaos sometimes. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I, well, I think a lot of that's contributed to the fact that I, I haven't done a lot of stuff like this. I'm not a really good, strong public speaker, which is funny because I work in retail and all I do is talk to people all day. Um, 
it, it's not something that I find really comfortable doing. Um, and I haven't kind of gathered my, I haven't settled into a rhythm yet. Yeah, but what I'm saying is you actually come off as the best one out of the bunch of us. You're so I, being group. self-conscious about I it is, no is totally unfounded. Actually, no, I do have a heart. According to uh, my old boss, he, well, this is a long time ago, he, he looked at me the first time he met me. He says, Mr. Corky, because that's what his dad told him to call me. I said, yes, Steve. And his twin brother was standing next to him, and it was Nick. And Nick was actually a little bit bigger than Steve. Steve was skinny. And I said, what's that? And he says, um, you have the heart of a size. The size of your heart is about as big as a half-chewed black Tic Tac. First time this kid met me. And, and again, this was a long time ago. I was actually proud of that. Black Tic Tacs? Yeah, I've never seen black Tic Tacs, but for the fact that he came up with this all on his own. East Coast thing, probably. Uh, really hard to I don't know. Soda. Um, but yeah, no, uh, kind of like you know how you've made reference, you know, you know those were the dark times. Uh, yeah, uh, there are points in my life, and I'm sure there's points in everybody's life where they they want to forget it, they want to erase it from memory. Uh, yeah, know. I'd I'd like to just do away with junior high. Uh, how's that? Awesome. I actually didn't mind junior high, but yeah, the dark period was definitely. I think that's part of the reason why I have a terrible memory is that because I've tried to shunt so many memories, I now just have a terrible memory in general. I don't know if you want to pass that around or not. Or if oh, yeah. Small, oh, yeah. We're, we're in the last five minutes of podcast, pretty much, so we might as well pass around and see <laughs> what our artist actually drew during the podcast. Should we have a pass around during the sex category? Really? <laughs> awesome. Um, I'm going to phone ring. You know that the answering machine is going to pick up. Oh, and they're going to hear... We're going to hear that stuff going on in the background. All right. Um, let me, I guess, bring my uh, my stuff sort of to a close again. Um, when I was 15, right before I turned 16, is when I first had my real like high school girlfriend. And that lasted a couple of weeks. And there was this girl who kind of had to choose between me and my best friend, Monty, and chose me. And then dumped me and started going out with Monty, or trying to go out with Monty later on. And then I went from her breaking up with me to this other girl who had a kid. So I was still not 16 yet, and I was dating a 17-year-old girl. Not really dating. I messed around with a 17-year-old girl who had a kid, which was very, very weird for me. And she wanted to do lots and lots of stuff, and I didn't want to do anything. And the longer I went without having sex, the more it became everything that I was known to be. Like, my friend started introducing me as the Virgin. I, I had that experience. Like the Virgin Connie Swale? Something like that, I, yeah. I this is the Virgin Corey Scott. It would just be like, okay, hey, this is this is Paul, and this is Todd, and this is Monty, and oh, that's Corey, he's a Virgin. And... and the reaction from a lot of the girls, and it I guess it kind of shows the kind of caliber of, of people that we're hanging out with sometimes. Some of them were just like, oh, I have to uh, I have to be the one to take that. <laughs> I have, see, wow. It was a prize. It you was, had to be the one to take it, huh? Yeah, Here, it was like... And see, I can go from the exact opposite of that, that I literally had someone that was... Probably one of the closest to dating of the people that I kind of like wanted to date. And, you know, because I mean, obviously, I think, well, everybody listening doesn't know, but everybody who knows me knows that I am a very physical person. You know, I don't think anything of sitting in people's laps or leaning against them or, you know, even sitting down with my legs. And having someone sit between my legs and lean back against me, you know, i that's just the person I am. It would have worked I've a always... lot better than the swirlies and the... Uh... No, and I mean, I was like that all the way through school. And, you know, this, this person that I'm talking about, you know, I h had started partying with a group of people and, like, it would be too late to drive home and I would crawl into bed with them. And, I mean, I was very obviously physically, like, hey, you know, here, 
oh, I could sleep in that bed, that bed, or in this little tiny bed over here with you. I'll sleep in the little tiny bed over here with you. And this person literally looked me straight in the face one day and said, I would date you if you weren't a virgin, but I'm not going to be the person to do it. And that was my experience with multiple people. It had become well, I know such. Who we're referring to. It had become such a big thing that I was one of the last virgins in the group that I hung out in. That it was like everybody was like, "No, I'm not going to be the one. No, none of us are willing to be the one." And it was like this horrible catch twenty two. Well, no one in my that group everybody was looking to sleep with who, me, but no, but like everybody who in my mind would have been a good person to have had that first experience with was like oh god no i don't want to be the first experience no no i was like okay but you're like my best friends if i'm gonna have this experience wouldn't it be better to have it be someone that like i'm friends with rather than you know some skanky nasty guy from runfair yeah but maybe as a friend they wanted you to have it with someone that wasn't a friend but someone you actually cared for that was going to return the emotion. It, it's sort of a, a catch-22. Right. I think there's a lot of stigmas of a, of a girl's virginity to a man's virginity. And I think the idea is, especially if you hit a certain age or, or if you haven't just thrown it out there and like had it taken care of outside like of Like Halloween when candy? It, when it becomes publicly known and people are talking about it, they treat it with a sort of weird reverence. Um, and so, yeah, I can understand they might want to step back and not be the ones to, especially when you've got a whole group of friends it, it that you're talking about hanging out was, with, because then everybody else is going to know that they did it. I just, it was a really bizarre thing from my side of it. You know, it was like, here were all these guys who were like my best friends who I had known forever. And I was like, okay, I'm this great person that everybody loves, but nobody's willing to you know be that emotionally involved with me or even just you know understand that you know no one will date me you know you'll date the skanky girl you met backstage in the drama department but you won't date me because you don't give a damn about the skanky girl in the drama department true I... but no because like one of the skanky girls from the Dama department was in the gang for like five years, got proposed to wow. skanky drama girl. And none of us liked her. Apparently she was like the real beloved member of the gang. <laughs> skanky drama girl's been here for five <laughs> years. What the fuck? <laughs> exactly. My, my thing was that but I was. But then again, that would be another Cheshire issue. <laughs> yeah. we'll just that's, add that's, it tally to page. that's tally of one. That's tally of one tonight. I had to, um, I had to be the guy to tell women that no, I wasn't having sex with them, and that was really, really bizarre, and got me uh, a lot of people pissed off. Yeah, but I'm sure most of the women that wanted to have sex with you were actually of age. Um, when I was of age, yeah. Well, no, but it was age appropriate. So where it's like, I just got this like radar where it's like, they just show up and it's like, yeah, I'm going to kind of like throw myself at you and um, I'm really going to get to know you. I'm going to get you and someone involved. And it's like, oh yeah, I'm 16. Yeah. It's like, no, 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 don't you say that. You need to institute like an ID policy. Well, that's why like, I was going to have the tattoo, you, you know, somebody? done right above, you know, right below my bell buckle, you know, you must be at least 18 to ride this ride. You know. Um, on that note, uh, <laughs> we've reached past just past the hour mark. I think it's a good place to stop. We definitely don't need to take this topic off the list because we didn't really talk so much about sex. No, we did. We talked more about relationships a lot, but that's fine. No, I think we. I mean, it like any of our topics, it came in and out. It was a springboard. Yeah. <laughs> um, in and uh, out. But because Corky was supposed to draw, we did get some. Now, did you do these two? Yeah, the Robert Smith and then the Callum picture. That's, do you know what day it is? <laughs> I, I assume today was the 20th, but I can't remember now. No. <laughs> no, it's not. That's okay. 
I have no idea what the date is. So <laughs> it's the twenty second. So I'll try okay. to get these two pictures up at some point in time soon. But we have, uh, yeah, I guess that is kind of uh, Calvin Hobbes esque. Robert Smith. Robert Smith. And a gigantic soda can of D20 juice with Cal leaning <laughs> against it. I don't even want to know. Yeah, we put our own secret ingredient in the D20 juice. Uh, I will advise strictly that we from have, this podcast. Uh, have that one colored though, because he has a matching one that I'd like to see up on the site, anyways, that is colored. Well, it's mostly white. Isn't that already colored for what's in the juice? Anyways, yeah, probably okay. not for Corey, but um, all right. So that okay. has been oh. podcast number seven, wow. uh, a brief and wandering discussion about sex. Um, anybody Never have anything they want to say? Yeah, well, apparently, share our dementia. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, more. my my wanderings into sex have been brief. So, wow. Well. Uh, Thank you, Dixie Cup. Thank you, Dixie Cup. I don't know why we keep doing that, but uh, we have cool. one theme that's worked for us since podcast one. I say we stick with it. All right, so that's podcast number seven. Visit the site if you're getting this from iTunes. Like if Phoenix. you're not getting it from iTunes, feel free to subscribe to iTunes and get it from there. Leave us comments it. for when we roll. Fan Please, choice. Fan we choice. need a fan choice. Stick into it kind of like Kleenex to your. Sweat. You don't even have to actually be a fan. You could just like randomly comment. There we go. And comment on iTunes if and you just, like the just podcast. Just comment in general because, you know, we're, we're kind of vain. This is like and, the last five-minute pimping like action. I am looking for people. nude female models that are of age. So, Yeah. And with that, thank you, Dixie Cup.